0: Hello everybody out there in Music Video Land and welcome to another edition of the Music Video Land podcast brought to you by your super good friends at imvdb.com, the internet music video database. It's a podcast where we talk about music videos. Um, my name is Adam Fairholm. I work on imvdb and then with me as always in beautiful paradise, sunny South Florida, uh, D- Mr. Doug Klinger. How you, Doug? Uh, Doing super good, Adam. I just put my cat away. Get, you got to put your cat away in the cat box. And then with us north of the wall from FringeMusicFix.com is Mr. Adam Alexander. How are you doing, Adam?
1: I'm doing great. I'm voting for Rob Ford as we speak. <laughs> oh, good. You got, your, you
0: got your provisionary ballot or whatever? How do yeah. they do it in Canada? Is it, a, is it a show of hands in Canada or do they have a real a ballot?
2: It's a yay yeah, or it's an I or not an nay.
1: <laughs> yeah, we, they just draw, we just draw straws. That's good. Basically. We get but I don't yeah, we're re-electing Rob Ford. I I'm, I'm want him back. And then
0: we're continuing our streak of having some really awesome guests on this podcast, because this week we are joined by Director Jordan Bahat. Jordan, welcome to the podcast.
3: Thank you, thank you.
0: And you are joining us on a pretty good month. It's the end of August 2014. And um, in the show notes, if you go to imvdb.com slash podcast, we'll have a link to Jordan's page on imvdb, where you can see a lot of his music videos, including music videos we have definitely talked about on this podcast, including Desire by Meg Myers, um, Prague by White Sea, as well as my favorite fun video, Why Am I the One, by Fun, um, and many, many more. Um, but this month, you released two music videos, Sunlight by The Magician, and Only Getting Younger by one of our favorite Ele- uh, artists, Elephant. Is that how you pronounce your name? Elephant? Um,
3: you I've, he- I've, he- I've definitely heard that. She-, she doesn't say it that way. Hell, what? How does she, how does she say it? Yeah, she, she has like this. She has a really strange accent. She's Swedish, but she's kind of like a citizen of the world. So she just she actually refers to herself in the third person as elephant. Um, but she's like, oh, that that's is cool. This. Yeah, Adam Alexander,
2: Adam, Adam Alexander does that. He refers to himself in the third person <laughs> all the time.
3: I wish I, I had like a, you know a, a pseudonym, maybe like an animal pseudonym that still. It was still me referring to myself in third person. If I referred to myself
0: as that animal, it's never too late. It's never too late.
3: Yeah, you know, squirrel was exactly what came to mind for me too. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, And we should talk about this video because it's featuring Skrillex. Skrillex isn't in the video, but Elephant is. This takes place entirely in a dentist's office. Yes. And I'm kind of wondering if what your everybody has, I think their own personal relationship with dental, the dental industry. And I was wondering what yours is.
3: So my dad's a, a gum surgeon, and and so this, this like, weirdly, despite the fact that it's so kind of twisted and maybe uncomfortable, um, is, like, <laughs> strangely the most personal video I've ever made. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was a kid, uh, like, my dad would do these gum surgeries, and he was really, um, the stuff he would do is, like, he's kind of like the MacGyver of gum surgery, so, like... <laughs> if it was, it's like the case that no one can do and like really crazy stuff. Like he, he, um, like rebuilt the jaw of like, um, a girl who's, who like half her face was blown off in a terrorist bombing. And like, they would take bone from her hip and her skull and shape her jaw. And and basically like him and, and other doctors would like, sculpt a new jaw. And then he would have to get like the, the, gum tissue. I'm getting into like dentistry basically. But like it was it was always like really um graphic stuff. And I used to help him back when <clears throat> he would do a lot of lectures and back when um, he would lecture off of like a you know carousel slide projector. I would help him organize all of his all of his slides. And they're all these <clears throat> really um kind of horrific images of like mid up uh, oral surgeries and it's really scary stuff and, and it, you know like people with teeth missing or you're, you know it's almost like body abstracts of like blood and tissue and I remember once um, he was doing a gum surgery, he was doing a surgery <clears throat> when I was, I must have been like 10 I, because I had to stand on a box just to see um, but like the patient was kind of, um, the patient was anesthetized and like I don't think she was like totally out. her eyes were open but my dad like put me in dr scrubs and let me watch one of his surgeries um i think he really wanted us to go into medicine (laughs) and uh and and this was that was probably the worst thing he could have done because he i remember he made an incision and um not problematically but predictably like the this patient's mouth just filled with blood kind of like uh the hallway and the shining and uh and, and and like it was just a totally routine thing, but to me was it was so terrifying. So um, long, long answer to um, to the question. Like, I, w- I always wanted to make something that was as horrifying as uh, those kind of like childhood images of uh, of scary dental surgeries and stuff like that. And this was uh, this was the outlet. It's
2: it's interesting that when like a a kid grows up in an environment like 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 a dentist's office that everybody in, has a fear of like the kid a lot of times like doesn't but your fear like is only intensified because i've never seen anything like that a dentist office uh that's the, that's insane um i'm curious as a gum surgeon what your dad thinks about this video
3: i you know i um when i was in college i used to like ask him for help on my projects and stuff he like begrudgingly played a police officer in like one of my shorts and like (laughs) um you know but generally there wasn't like the occasion for him to help me um just because it was like he wasn't (laughs) there wasn't a crossover and this time uh he gave me all sorts of props and he was so excited you know because because it was kind of like my version of interest in what he does and um and so he gave me like props and costumes and stuff, and I sent it to him. He just wrote back, really kind of, you're just like, great, now you can go to de- dental school. <laughs> like, <"Okay>. Cool. <laughs> I think I think he uh, I think he likes. It. I think it's reflective of what most people, um, what most people's fears of going to the dentist are, maybe.
0: And it's and it's there's a side of it that is like the the horrific side, I guess, and then there's kind of the side that the dentist office like turns into like a nightclub kind of, I mean like right. that where you walk down the hallway and the light lights are on, I guess it could be could interpreted as like being nightmarish or being like awesome. Like a great place to have a rave.
3: Yeah. I mean, I, I think, um, definitely wanted to have fun with it. I, I initially, I wanted to go further, um, and like have, have it kind of be like, um, like an orgy of, of all the like, uh, hygienists and, doctors and stuff um label
0: <laughs> pushback on that maybe perhaps
3: you know I, I should say that they were actually that wasn't that wasn't really an issue it just kind of came down to like um it, in terms of what i was able to really get people do we didn't we weren't able to afford enough people to like really uh fill it so like dance seemed like another way i guess um but the it it is fun, but what could be more terrifying than like waking up from surgery and like every everyone who's supposed to have been taking care of you being completely irresponsible?
0: Yeah, they're all yeah, they're all because there's one person. There's this one shot in the video that like kind of sticks in my mind, where she's walking down the hallway, and there's one person who's like drilling their head into a wall, like they're just yeah. out of their fucking mind, and it just that that was very, it was disturbing. For this, yeah, definitely.
3: yeah, she well part of that part of that was sort of a creative solution of the fact that we only had three extras, so <laughs> I had to like find ways to like hide people's faces um so I was like, okay, like just stick your forehead on the wall and and kind of um seizure with your body
2: so, that's, so you only had three extras for this video that's pretty that's pretty impressive, so there's a lot of like surgical masks and stuff
3: <clears throat> surgical masks there's the guy in the elephant mask. Um. Right. Actually, I mean, there's, there's, there's four, especially if you include the the secretary at the beginning.
0: Yeah, I was going to say had, she's the bookend. She's watching elephants. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah and, and you, uh, you mentioned. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, is, uh, the the one the one thing that was like a creative shift with the label <laughs> was that I I uh, I wanted her to be watching this like um, really really campy soap opera because I felt like the that kind of like opening the opening and closing of the song intro and outro has this um, really melodramatic feel to it, and so I actually shot these soap opera scenes, um, <laughs> and and uh, I'll I'll send you the pictures. I shot it with my friend John, um, and the side story with that is like my friend John has been in four of my videos, but he's never been seen. Like he was one of the green men in Meg Myers. He was the guy in the in the headpiece for white Sea, I think he was in another video and, and, and finally I was like, you know what? Like, and he's a good actor. Like John, I'm going to, we're going to shoot the soap opera. Um, and it was supposed to open with like the opening scene of the soap opera and close with the closing scene of the soap opera. And we shot it and he was great. And then, uh, and then they were like, you know, we think it kind of overshadows everything, <laughs> everything in between Cause it was so absurd. He was wearing like, um, he was wearing, um, an eye patch, and uh, had like Reese back hair and the dialogue was about how like he had forbidden love with this girl because he was an alien
0: um, you guys shot this
3: we did shoot it and we composited it and then and they were like yeah this is just this is fucking crazy <laughs> 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 it, it just was so big it was so big that it was like for the whole video you're like but what's happening on the TV show
0: Exactly, and now, yeah, you got shut out again. That's kind of tragic, actually.
1: Yeah, I know, I feel like that's, no uh, that's maybe a whole new treatment for another video. <laughs> it was,
3: <to> <laughs> yeah, it was really, uh, it was, that was the hardest thing about the video, was breaking the news that, um.
2: <laughs> uh, yet again, no face. Yet again, no, yeah. And and you what you guys ended up replacing that with is elephants, and there's uh, elephants kind of, uh, throughout the video that 's definitely a theme that exists and 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 you mentioned that she refers to herself in third person um it, it, was that something that you were asked to kind of include in the video was was elephant no. imagery
3: um no like the like I thought that it would just be a fun play like when she wakes up um to have like the elephant uh tusk on the on the gas mask and you know i, I Sometimes, sometimes I, I get really literal <laughs> um, and say just "fuck subtlety." So um, I figured <laughs> that that actually wasn't their request at all. Um, but in the end, that's that was the one the one thing where I don't think it was like about further branding her as elephant, but more just kind of like it. They felt it made more sense.
2: But they but they were cool with that. Like it's not like I don't know, like some bands who might be named after an an animal, like. <coughs> Reject. It's like, no, it doesn't. It's not the same thing as like an elephant. It's like a different meaning. She was at least like, obviously, they allowed it in there because there it is.
3: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, there was no, um, uh, that was something that, that I was, if, if, if she had felt particularly strongly about it, um, I, you know, we would have done without it, but it just seemed like another layer of the absurd. And when she wakes up, um, and things are different, we can sort of go as far as as we want.
0: Now you I don't you know could if I have... Just, go ahead, Doug. I
2: was just, just going to mention, I don't know if that... I think I made up a band and a, and a temperament of a band. I don't know if
0: they actually... That's no, the I ultimate have, band straw man, Doug. I
2: think, yeah, I, I, I made it up I completely, I think.
3: I think <laughs> I, I've definitely heard that before. Um, I'm, I'm trying to...
2: Well, like, you don't see, like, the Beatles with, like, beetle imagery ever. and so, Right.
1: Like, it's, it's... Or even, like, it doesn't even have to be, like, an, an animal comparison. But, like, I, I don't think the Smashing Pumpkins is actually literally about, like, Smashing Pumpkins, right? Right. And I don't just... think
3: they'd like that comparison. Just because they're, they're, like, they're smart. They pick smart directors that are, <laughs> <laughs> that are, able, that are able to mine deeper. It's like, <laughs>
2: That's definitely what we're saying. Yeah, you picked up on our... Well,
3: it's like <laughs> like uh, just group love videos that are just you know like swinger orgies.
0: <laughs> well, this one almost had a this one almost had an orgy. So I'm kind of disappointed the orgy wasn't in there. But uh, yeah, know.
1: I got a second though. that that would have probably been good. Yeah, that would have been cool.
0: You can't you can't
3: tell, but like just because of the take that we had used, but the that like closing long take when she's getting wheeled back in the hallway. I mean, you can you can barely see it. It almost looks like a mistake. But, like, I took all of our extras and just piled their bodies on top of each other at the end of the hallway. But it's, uh, y- yeah, you can barely pick up on it. So it, there's a little bit of, there's touching.
0: And, well, that, that's good. Mutual <laughs> that's
2: touch. A, and that's a good uh, podcast title. Just, uh, there's, just, uh, throw, it, just can, throw it out there.
0: Can you send us those? We'd love to put those pictures in the show notes of the of the soap opera. That sounds amazing.
3: Yeah, I'll um I'll definitely send you uh, a couple screen grabs of of it. Um, yeah, it was it was awesome. I, I was actually I was super proud of it. And <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, I can direct dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> um, and,
2: and you did another video this week. But before we get into that, I was wondering if we could just talk real quick about like kind of like the dental insurance industry in the United States.
3: Yeah, cool? sure. i I've, I've got tons to say about it.
2: Okay, cool. <laughs> I don't really have anything. Adam,
0: do you have something out anymore? I'm only getting younger. Oh no, I, I I I thought you were actually going to the dental insurance industry. I have a whole bunch of notes on that. But <laughs> oh, okay, um, no, let's do that. We, let's do but that. I did. We did want to talk about the the, uh, the sunlight by the magician featuring years and years sure. because um, this is a, so just a, a as an intro to this song. Doug a few days ago was like. Uh, sending me messages like i'm trying to figure out who this guy is because we see him in so many music videos um and and he was just in he was just the the bus driver another video we'll talk about in a little bit Break the rules by charlie xcx um and he appears in this video and, and we found out his name we were super well, proud we found of out
2: him i know from jordan i emailed jordan and asked that.
0: oh no wait you were the source of that info jordan that's awesome though.
3: yeah yeah uh doug asked <laughs> me and and um yeah, I his name's Robert Rex, and I just I actually thought his first name was Rex. I, I when I looked him up on my call sheet, I realized I'd been calling him Rex all day. Um, but you know, I didn't I wasn't aware of it. Um, but uh, Sam Seeger, who's the commissioner at Parlophone in the UK, who was on set for for that. Was like, oh man, like that guy's in everything. Like, how are we? How are we gonna? I was like, really? But he's so good. They're like, he's like, yeah, but he's in everything. He's a music and video legend. He really funny. is. I, I, think, I seriously think that you guys need to do a whole story and podcast with him. Yeah, because for sure. Is,
2: I want to spend the day with him, actually. I don't want to just stop at a podcast. I want to like hang out, go to lunch so with him. You should, do that. you should
3: do You should do like um, a full-on like 20-minute single take walk and talk with him. Right.
2: like Get into like how he maintains his hair, what his workout routine is like. Because like, he is in... And he's in shape. He's he's a, he's a big he's a big dude. It's funny. Not only Adam Alexander also messaged me today about Robert Rex. He's like, "Who's this dude?" He's in this video. Like, got super excited. So all all four of us independently had conversations about Robert Rex this week. Really awesome. There,
3: there's there, I mean he he he's so funny, um, intentionally and unintentionally. Like, <laughs> right. like, he showed up to set, and he has these like big boots on like combat boots and uh and he wears this in most of the videos he, I guess he wears this um it's like a flannel shirt that he's made a, into a sleeveless yeah <laughs> and he showed up with it and it's like literally it's, it's not like a heavy flannel it's like just a thin you know it's like t-shirt material and um and I was like okay like want you to wear this speedo and these like you know oversized weird headphones and and like hump while you walk and um and and you and you have you have to be shirtless and he and he and he kind of put up a fight about it He's like well this is he's like i always wear this vest this is what i wear and i was like well what do you mean he's like well it's just like it's my brand it's like my identity like i always wear the vest and i was like i was thinking like well you're an actor like Aren't you? you know what I mean? like, <laughs> right. That's the way we brought you here for at least. Yeah, and, and I was like, I, I'd prefer it if you didn't. Um, and he's like, okay. And I was like, can, can we? Like, I wanted to do something with his hair. I wanted to give him those like those braids. Um, anyway, like he put up a little bit of an argument with a couple of people on set. Not in a, not a, not like, you didn't get uh, angry at anyone. But he but he definitely tried to tried to get his way with his trademark <coughs> flannel vest. And then, um, we went to lunch, and we came back to shoot his scenes and uh and over lunch, he had developed a cold, and he said it was because he's not allowed to wear his vest like because <laughs> and, 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 like we're shooting this in August in like venice um and 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 like and he's such a big, strong, like tough guy, and I should say like he's actually a really good actor um. But but it was the strangest thing. Like and so he ended up, like we ended up devoting a PA to um, walking behind camera so that in between takes we could give him his vest back to keep him warm. <laughs> be- to keep him warm in between takes, it was so strange. Wow, he, and, that
0: and that's is... Go ahead, Doug. I'm just kind of amazed. no, no.
2: That's insane. I've, I think we were about to say <laughs> the same thing. Another thing that it's it's very important and and. Like, so when you told me his name, we obviously, like, credited him on a bunch of videos, put him in. And, like, I could, I just credited, we, we have him for six videos right now on the site. And those are just the ones that I could remember him in. That's, just, like, the last two. Just, 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 right. Just remembering. This is just what he's done in August. And, I,
3: uh, I can I, send you his resume. Yeah. He was please. going around, he was going around on set saying, I've been in 150 music videos. No,
2: that's definitely true. This is, I, I, I believe that completely. The interesting thing, though, is, um, of the six, Music videos, we have him listed on here on the site. He's wearing that vest in exactly zero of them. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't really know, <laughs> like, hey. what the heck. But, like, maybe he's giving you a hard time. But I've, I don't know of this vest, and it's not in any of these videos uh, on the site currently.
3: I wonder, I'd love to hear if everyone has to throw down about that.
2: Yeah, we've got...
3: Maybe he was, he's just
1: I, an amazing music video director troll he's just like making something
2: new up for every shoot where right. it's part of his look right for the not. charlie xcx video he's like i have to be eating his ice cream cone the whole time or some something yeah. different
3: i need motivation
2: right you have to every 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 direction you have to say to me you have to whisper into my left ear or else i was like can't hear it uh wow that's weird now i don't want to spend the day with him
0: um well, we should mention just real quick that the 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 the, the concept of this music video is is not um, Mr. Rex, <laughs> yeah, but, a, yeah, but another. <laughs> a little bit of a tangent. That's how we're... deep this video goes. Is that the main character of this is not Rex um, yeah. is walking down this beach, and he is he is a kind of a rotund man in a speedo, and he is causing all sorts of all manner of things to happen um, throughout this this stroll down the beach, which looks like a Insanely hot day, I don't know if that was it was it... so
2: fucking hot, oh my god that's was... good. that's good to hear <laughs>
3: <laughs> was so um, is, was it actually hot i mean it was it was fine it it wasn't particularly hot like i got I got sunburned, but there was a whole there was definitely a whole um there was a concern and kind of uh push and pull getting through the color process where they were like it needs to look hotter mm-hmm. um so you know fair
0: enough and your colorist on this was Derek Hansen that's right um who is is I I'm a huge fan of colorists and and I'm I've I think we in the in upcoming episodes of this podcast I'd like to have a colorist on maybe Derek Hansen could be one of them um who's worked on a lot of fantastic videos he's um uh but he yeah he did a fantastic job because it does look super incredibly hot um, and I don't know, I want to, I don't want to give away the ending of it, but it's a, it's a fantastic ending and yeah, you'll have to watch the video for it. Um, good. <laughs> and then you've got the twins in there, which I love, I love the, the twins element because again, going back to the shining, that reminded me of the shining a little bit. Yeah, I don't know
3: why. Sure. Yeah, no, They're um, I'll, I'll, maybe you'll want to include like the Sam, Sam at the label came up with a really good idea for like, rather than having a behind the scenes thing, <clears throat> he had, um, these two directors whose names I forget, but they, they collectively go by the name Lauren Edwards, hmm. um, shoot like, uh, fake little documentaries about some of the characters there, the macho man, Robert Rex, the twins, uh, and a couple others. And it was like, uh, you know, as if the, you know, as if they had witnessed, uh, the main guy <laughs> and, and what happened that day. Um, and, uh, and the twins are amazing. Like I don't, again, I don't, I don't know if they're, I don't think they were acting at any point. Um, like they do talk in sync at all times. <clears throat> There's this weird, like you see like the one shot of them, they're arguing and he walks right through them. And it's really symmetrical. Um, but they, they like, I place them where they are supposed to be and they kind of looked at each other and without saying a word, they just swap sides. Like they, they had uh, they're, ident- <laughs> they're identical twins, but they have uh, defined orientation of of who stands on what side. Wow. Um, yeah,
0: twins are like that. Yeah, I. One of some of our good friends are twins, and they definitely there's some there's some some stuff going on under the under the the surface of the water that we can't know about.
2: Yeah, think it's like a twin. It's a twin thing.
0: <clears throat> it's a twin thing. Um, and under
2: the surface of the water, was that a, a
0: reference to the beach? In this music video, <laughs> it was the reference to the beach. Where did you find that the main? Because I feel like I've seen this main, the main guy, the the Speedo Walker, somewhere else. Probably. I mean, you know, it's like you end up you end up with three days to shoot, and uh,
3: and the certain within certain parameters, you go to to like the L.A. casting, and hmm. it's I mean, it's it's a lot of the same characters. Um, but he, what was he in? He was in, like, a Duck Sauce teaser, I think. Um, he's an interesting guy. He's, uh, he's like... was He showed up to audition wearing a <laughs> kimono robe with, <laughs> with, with patterns of just his face all over them. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, I, I, like, explain kind of what I thought this character was. That he's, you know, this... You know, the he's just kind of a fixture and he is incredibly self-confident whether or not he deserves to be like, and he, and he, and he just, he goes for his walk and he doesn't need to acknowledge anyone because he doesn't need anyone's approval. And, and he was like, I get it, man. And he just like slowly just without, I think he didn't blink. The only weird thing was he didn't blink the entire audition, uh, just slowly took off his, his kimono and just got into this like seductive dance. Um, he Yeah, he was he was awesome. His name is, uh, Albert Monero Jr.
0: And that, yeah, you've had a weird August, I feel like, Jordan. Uh, <laughs> meeting these, uh, odd people on the beach.
3: But that's, I mean, that's definitely the most fun. there This video, I'm actually doing a director's cut of it. Um, you know, it started off, I think, conceptually one way and, and definitely had to change quite a bit along the way, um. And part of, part of what, what I was after that maybe wasn't as popular um, with, you know, with the label along the way is, you know, trying to put in a lot of strange faces and weird people. And my, you know, the original idea was no hot, attractive people. And, and you know, the most attractive person we'll find is kind of like a kind of a plastic surgery or you know, kind of a Donatella Versace character or something like that. Um,
0: yeah, I'm sending you uh, everybody a screenshot that that I picked out for this particular podcast. And I and I, it's funny you mentioned that because this is like one of my favorite faces in a music video. It's fantastic.
3: Trying to. So we've never you know, done this. We've never slow.
0: we've never done this before. Send everybody a file during the podcast.
2: Yeah, it's a super smart move to do because it, yeah, it's uh, Cause people.
0: It's yeah, but if you're if you're listening to this podcast, go to the podcast page and it's right and it's right there. Um, Here we are.
2: I, it's it, I got it. Let's so oh, let's open this up. <laughs> if you're, yeah. if you're if watching the podcast, log
3: into this Skype
2: conversation.
0: Yeah, please. <laughs> it's an open Skype? Uh, open Skype call. Yeah,
2: the Skype call is still there. Oh, that is a good face.
3: Yeah, I mean it's like that that's definitely um
0: yeah I
3: yeah. <laughs> not yeah I don't know what to say about that it's just kind
0: of it's just that she she's I don't know I just was I was interested in this this face because it wasn't like a what are you doing it was like a kind of a weird bemused it was a lot of mix of a lot of emotions in that face
3: you st- you start with an idea and then you and then you end up with what you end up with <laughs> Uh, th- this one definitely went through the process of changing on the fly, um, you know. And, and I and I I think you know I, th- I think this was a video that the core idea could remain the same, but so much was colored by a different sensibility um, and compromise along the way.
2: Um, one one more question, just to swing it back. To Robert Rex, if I could, <laughs> I'm just. All,
3: all things swing
2: back. I always try to swing like First of all, is his hair really? How long is his hair? Actually, no. Uh, I, in, in the video, he's got a. It's revealed that he's got a a thumbs up on his back, um, caused by sun suntan. tan. Uh, is that done in post or did you? Um, I don't know. Make him sit for weeks with the sun with a thumbs up on his back. <laughs> Obviously, you can do that.
3: We did, we did put the main guy, I sent him in to get like a deep mystic tan the day before. Um, but for Robert Rex, yeah, no, we just applied that with makeup um, on the day.
2: Oh, so but that was in camera though?
3: <coughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice,
2: nice. Deep myst- mystic tan is Adam Alexander's nickname. <laughs> yeah. one, one of many, one of many.
1: When you're in
0: Canada, when you're (laughs) when you're in Ontario, Canada, you got to get a deep mystic tan, or else you're not getting any tan. Right. Um, It's either one or the other. Two
3: three days a week. At like tanning tanning salons, they give you like the sticker, so you know, so like covers a portion, so you can see how many shades you've gone. Oh, they They, do. They do. They do.
1: I have a Playboy bunny there. (laughs) Exactly. That's that's mine. But right thinking, on your right on your hip, right on your bikini I, line. I get, the, I gotta make sure I get that sticker on there when I hit the tanning beds.
0: People should Res- get
3: the thumbs
0: up, though. You guys should manufacture that, yeah, or the artist should at least give that give that up because I don't know, maybe not as big as that guy had it, but you could do. I would do a thumbs up if I was going to a deep mystic tan.
3: Yeah, I think like a big one on your chest, like your power patch.
0: Perfect. Yeah. Now we're t- now we're talking. Now, unfortunately, the 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 seasons are waning. Or we can't all be in LA. We're all, you know, fall is is here for a lot of us, or coming at least. So we'll have to wait for till next season. But at least we can prepare.
3: Well, you can be tan year round at the Mystic Tan. There That's we
0: it. go. Yeah, I've, got, I've actually gotten deep Mystic Tan. Listen, what is what is deep Mystic? What is a deep Mystic Tan? Is that a, is that a <laughs> is that like a place you go, or is it like a like an actual thing? Well,
3: it's like. Um... I remember in middle school, like there was this thing that came up, like obviously they always had like tanning beds, but then they did the like spray, spray on tan. Mm, and and right. I remember in middle school, like, <clears throat> I mean, this this is maybe just what happens when you're in middle school in Los Angeles. Like girls started showing up, to school, like just orange, like Smurf orange.
2: <laughs> no, no, that's that's South Florida too. Plenty. That's, oh yeah, We're, we know exactly what you are talking about. No, yeah. no, I I know I know all too well the smell of a spray tan. Um, yeah.
3: yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like uh, I don't know what it is, kind of like rotten fruit or something. And there's like, <laughs> or yeah, they're and they're like like tennis can, court. Yeah, yeah, and you can Weird. see you can see kind of like um, gaps in it, like white rivulets in their skin. Um, around like the creases of their arms or something like that, and
2: and then yeah, it, like on the it, shower too long on one side.
3: Yeah, exactly. Or <laughs> if or if you don't give it enough time to sink in, it you know it can rub off. Um, yeah. yeah. So so I sent him in for for one of those.
0: <laughs> so it looks nice and nice and weird. Yeah. So speaking of deep mystic tans. Oh, let's see how you do this. I there's one person I'm almost positive has some sort of tanner, deep mystic tan on her that is Miss Ariana Grande. And she's in in That's, one of the... That's so, a, that a pretty good transition, right? No, it's a good transition, I guess. I don't
2: think she does. I think hers, her hue is all natural.
0: Well, well, well anyway, we should we should mention, like we said, all these videos that we're talking about, if you want to go to the to the show notes, imvdb.com slash podcast. And there you can find... Oh, man, this is episode 121. So there's 120 excellent podcasts stretching back Many years, over time, um, and if you and if you are graded by even the presence of Adam Alexander, you can go back maybe thirty episodes. You won't even be there. You don't even have to worry about
1: That's it. That's true. Yeah. since I I'm just can't, out of control tonight.
0: <laughs> so um, <laughs> so sick, of, so sick of that voice. <laughs> we should talk a little bit about. Uh, we have a few videos to talk about, of course, as we always do. Um, but we should also talk about the event that happened last week. One of the biggest events in music videos. Which is the and this ties into some of the videos that released this week the MTV VMAs. Jordan, did you watch the MTV VMAs?
3: I I didn't. Um,
0: you well you that may have been a, I don't know. This was a very very dull year, so you yeah. didn't miss too much. We did a I, live blog uh, as we usually do.
3: I watched um, <laughs> my my girlfriend's a fan of um, Agatha Christie, so I watched an Agatha Agatha Christie. Murder mystery instead.
0: <laughs> That's okay. a, 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 I, I'm not gonna knock that choice at all. That's probably a good choice. Because if the, you go to Jordan's Twitter account, he also live blogged that
2: as we, as we live
3: <laughs> I, actually, I actually did. I like, which I rarely do. I'm I'm not terribly active on Twitter. Um, but I did reminisce about last year's VMAs, which I attended, um, and uh, and relayed my experience.
0: Yeah, you mentioned something about you missed the your, your category because to go to a party.
3: Well, I, it wasn't my choice, but the folks I was with uh, were kind of like, "You're not going to win anyway. Let's just go." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> and I knew I wasn't going to win because it was like the uh, public voted one. It was just like we were up against the Disney machine, and and uh, and it was you know very clear who had the most Twitter followers. So. So we, we, I was, I was forced to leave before, before the category.
0: Oh wow! It, and that was for the fun video, right?
3: It was for Twenty
0: One Pilots. Twenty One Pilots, yes. Um, I should have waited till I had our 2013 list uploaded or on my screen before I said that. Um, so that live so and learn. You, how can you just leave in the middle of the VMAs? <laughs> I, mean, I, I was I wasn't pleased about it. Um, no, I mean like just not like not like morally, like, but just like technically. To? Yeah, because I feel like it, I guess they it's not like balance. the Oscars where they have seat fillers, but it's like they want to keep people. They don't want like a half-empty stadium by the end of the show, right?
3: Um, I mean, most people aren't leaving because I mean, presumably you have some kind of you have the big finale award and the big mm-hmm. finale performance, and <clears throat> and frankly, it's it's like dark in the audience. Like even I mean, if you watch it. It was a, it's a big it was at Barclays Center last year, and it was packed. And yet, you know, they only really showed like cut to, you know, Will Smith and family.
0: True. Yeah, they could have just had him there, and <laughs> it probably would have put. It. Yeah, because, yeah, they did just a few people in the front row. Yeah.
3: The, the big secret is that they shot Will Smith's family a week before, <laughs> so all the all the reactions were preplanned. They just kind of like and give us a gas, <laughs> and yeah.
2: I I believe that entirely.
0: And this year it was in. uh, So this this is funny because it was in Englewood. I don't I I don't know. Usually when it's in LA, it's at the Staples Center. But this time it was in Englewood, which which was a great tie-in to bring Becky G, because she doesn't she never shuts up about Englewood because she's from Englewood. Oh
2: god, the Becky G.
0: And she was and she was like with some random person like talking about everybody's nails. It was it was on by all accounts in my you know. MTV, I feel like they they know how to put on a really good show. There are a lot of people who are like, you know, why doesn't YouTube do, you know, the VMAs or whatever? And you know, it, don't you remember last? I think it was November or December when they tried to do that, and it was a complete disaster. Um, it, you know, was, it was
2: just not. It was not at all this. It wasn't this way. No, 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 no. But,
0: but you mean the YouTube awards? The YouTube awards. Yeah. I mean, I, I, maybe you couldn't call them a disaster, but I just don't they they MTV knows how to put on a good show but this was a this was a very kind of mediocre show from a lot of different standpoints
3: i just think it's so um it's so cynical you know it's like mm-hmm. <laughs> everyone <laughs> everyone knows that MTV doesn't play music and then they're going to go through all these awards and keep everybody who is involved in making the videos anonymous um you know and then you know generally or oftentimes they're just trying to select whoever the biggest artist that they can get to come on stage and be a headline the next day. So well, yeah, I mean maybe maybe the awards are cynical or maybe I'm cynical. But
0: no, 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 so- I
3: no no.
2: And and Adam wrote a blog post, so I don't know why I'm I'm the one talking and cut him off when he obviously was about to start talking. But it's it's the stuff that they play is caters to um, like you say the, the person who's gonna get the big headlines tomorrow they do do awards that they do have awards that recognize people who deserve recognition best best director was given to Daniels and and it's hard to, you know anyone who pays attention to music videos you can't argue that um, but uh, but but you know they're they're not featuring that stuff and 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 um, yeah and Adam wrote a fantastic post about it this week speak um and maybe you can get into that a little
0: bit adam so the post the title of the post was you know dear mtv either uh announce the technical awards during the show or or get rid of them and the case that i was making was that mtv is by most accounts a very small show in terms of the number of awards they give out when you compare it to let's say the grammys which have a never-ending slew of awards um, and obviously they can't televise those, and the way they deal with that is that they have a pre, you know, internet broadcasted pre show where they give out a lot of the technical awards, the stuff that maybe people are interested in, but they are not going to go in the main show because the main show is per- for performances. The Grammys are very similar to the VMAs in that way.
3: But I think I think it's like it's like either give the awards or completely rename your thing. Right. Your I mean, show, and call it the MTV artists on stage awards you know what i mean like just yeah. drop up the video yeah,
1: the- i mean it's kind of a funny thing I, I christopher black wrote an article too sort of speaking about how, how for imvdb that's sort of speaking to the point that it's not really even about music videos as much as about you know what the mtv is all about right
3: so yeah, it's kind of like they,
1: they front it as a different thing than what it actually is. Kinda.
3: Yeah, and, it, and it's true. And, and I've been sort of the benefactor of that as well. Like, I don't think, like last year when I had a video nominated, I, know, I don't think it was because the video was the best video for a new artist or whoever qualifies who qualifies for that. Um, it was that the art that that band was surging and therefore they were qualified.
0: Well, I think my, my gripe was, and I think that the, 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 the kind of insanity of this whole thing is that MTV could fix this so easily. And the 2013 Music Video Awards, they did a commercial bumper, essentially, that said, here's who won the technical categories. It took 15 seconds. It was trivial in basically the whole scheme of the show. The show was basically the same. It was one of the most successful and sort of iconic M- MTV VMAs of all time with the Miley Cyrus thing and all sorts of other stuff going on. It was a huge success. And, you know, I thought that's what they were going to do this year, that they were going to do that, at least announce them. Yeah. Uh, and this year they did the exact same thing they did two years ago where the show ends and not only have they not announced the technical categories and I'm not talking about 14, you know, 100 technical categories I'm talking about 6 technical categories Incu- including best director including best director, yeah exactly and, and, including and, and, the, and, and then 3 other like, music categories including MTV Clubland which was uh, in its second year I think including um, like best collaboration and including uh, best video with a social message totally, and, totally and, and... no mention at
2: all awards that were on television last year. I right. mean, uh, they didn't have all of these awards last year but I remember seeing music video with the social me- social message broadcast on television. And it said they put it on a press press release. And 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 the and the problem is the reason that I'm so bummed out about this uh is that I think that the VMAs matter for music videos. There's not like you mentioned, there isn't really someone picking up the mantle like this that has any sort of lineage. Like, the music, the, the VMAs have a lineage. There have, you know, you can look back and say, like, oh, Joseph Kahn won a, a VMA or, or you yeah. know, some of these past directors, Hype Williams or whoever, like, who who kind of paved paved the way and, like, started doing this stuff, you know, back when music videos were on MTV.
0: But that line that, that, of
2: directors matter and you know that's why the VMA should is important in my opinion so that that can like that, you're, there's <laughs> something to point back to and like a comparison to the history of the music videos the,
3: the irony of course is you know I feel like for instance I feel like I might be totally wrong <clears throat> but I feel like if David Fincher was a nominated director for director of the year and they knew he was going to win it they would have broadcast that because that adds value, if he was going to be there to accept it, you know what well, I mean. The, I, yeah. And the and idea so, of knowing—oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, continue. No, I mean, I, like, and and those things are valuable and give credibility to the network because David Fincher is is a name that you know gets clicks or whatever as much as some of some of the artists that are present. So, you know, I mean, you're just yeah. I mean, fuck MTV. I
1: think M T V really has been yeah that. <laughs> I think they've been struggling with uh, with their demographic, like their target audience, for a bit now, and and like really they're targeting to teens now uh, primarily, and and I think they figure, which is silly, because so many people watched the the, uh, the awards last year, but I think they just figure that these teenage audience or teenage girls that are watching don't care about the technical awards. So that that's probably why they put that on the sidelines because they think that no one cares though there are, is going to obviously be a, a portion of the viewers that are going to care about that. But like but what would it
3: what would it? What would it change if? if I mean, granted they've they ta- they've taken away videos in general. So the gripe about losing lower thirds is fine, and lower thirds were always a little bit hacky anyway. Even though it was nice to give recommendation or uh, to give recognition where it was due, but like, what would it take? You know, for instance, in the Oscars, <clears throat> when someone's going up to collect their award, and it's set, and there's like a, a super. On the screen that says how many times they've been nominated, et cetera. What would it take for the for as the winners walking up for it to like give information on the people that actually made it? Yeah, right. Well, I I think the
2: point is nothing. it, It takes very little, but that it's it's whether or not MTV cares. But the fact that they don't, I I think is stupid. Yes, yes, the the cinematographer of the year award uh isn't this uh, isn't the same as video of the year sure but yeah. like it wasn't a bunch of evan Proflowski and mike reagan fans like knocking down our tw- our twitter doors trying to figure out who uh who won that award it was a bunch of lana del rey fans like the yeah. fans the fans of the artists still care about these categories the teenage well, yeah, kids and, um who love Ariana Grande or Beyonce still want to know if they won those other categories. Right. Absolutely
3: because it counts towards how many how many wins their person won. And that's uh, where
1: MTV is definitely missing the boat on that. Right. They or, figure throw in a Beyonce live performance and a
2: fucking whatever else <laughs> and and everyone's happy, but yeah and <laughs> they haven't always done the 45 minute show at the end. The MTV VMAs used to close with a single performance. I remember, you know, leading up to the year, I think it was Beautiful People or something where like everyone knew Marilyn Manson was going to close the VMAs and he closed it with a single performance. This new Vanguard award the last yes. 2 years with Justin Timberlake and Beyoncé like literally doing a whole set like longer than a Super Bowl halftime show performance at the end of the uh, at the end of the VMAs is really pushing it into the performance side of it and for for a performance aspect the art is still definitely give a shit I think it was like big for Ariana Grande like there's it's yeah. not like it's not it wasn't by accident that Ariana Grande's album came out 15 minutes after her performance on the VMAs it's still Hold some weight there. It's it, it's it's not a surprise that they um, premiered the Bang Bang video, which we should probably get into soon. The premiered this Bang Bang video immediately after the performance. The eyes are still on the VMAs uh, it, to a degree, but like it, it's almost like calling it an award show and pu- and, and making it become like very small. Of, well, I mean like
3: that, that's 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 why that's why to go back to it. Like that's why I find it so cynical. Is like and that, and frankly, that's what I thought about. You know, the Miley thing last year was just kind of like, when you know that you're a target demo, and you know you're being marketed to so heavily and, like, manipulated, and like, this type of thing where it's like, I mean, I think the the Vanguard thing was cool as hell last year when Timberlake did that. I also wonder how many people they're going to be able to do that with, because... <laughs> they're, because about, they're running out. Because there there aren't that many people that have such an extensive pop career that are A... Relevant still and young enough to pull off a medley like that, mm. um, that can you know that can that can sustain it. And Timberlake was the
2: most nominated artist last year. Beyonce was the most nominated artist this year. Like it, you know, the most nominated artist every year isn't always going to be the one who's got a ton of hits. What if next year it's Ariana Grande? Is she just going to do this album? And she's going to she's going to do
3: her her Vanguard award. <laughs> right sure, she's going to take Which, home, take home uh, an award for her, collect, her her body work. And Mitch. we should
0: mention that um, Jordan you mentioned if, if David Fincher won and knew he was going to win if they would announce it. Last year David Fincher did win <laughs> uh, for suit and tie by Justin Timberlake. He won best director.
2: And the thing, and also they, there's been did, a lot of speculation. Did, did they announce it at the?
0: Well, at they the- they did the bumper. They did not do. Uh, the, we we were there. We had some chatter on Twitter about this. Um, Joseph Kahn mentioned that uh, his the director music video director Joseph Kahn direct mentioned that um, his uh, acceptance of the Best Director award when he accepted it for an Eminem video. I can't remember which one it was. Uh, was the last time they they televised that award, and we did a little, and we looked at the, the history of it, and it was actually two thousand two. I think it was for maybe without me, um, and that was it. That was that was twelve years ago, and that's the last time they had that they televised that.
2: And I do believe they know in advance every time an artist wins, they always act like they had no idea, and they didn't write everybody's name down, and all this type of stuff. But like Miley going into the. VMA, she was like interviewed and she's like, and they're like, how are you going to top twerking this year, Miley? And she was like, Oh, I actually have something completely different in mind. And you know, something pla something special in mind, uh, that I don't want to talk about. Cause I don't, I don't want to, uh, not be allowed to do it. And that ended up being her acceptance speech where she had a, a homeless man, um, uh, go up there and accept the award on her behalf and, and kind of talk about the the problem of homeless youth in America and so like clearly her having that plan and bringing that guy and like talking about it in the speech beforehand I mean I guess she could have just been confident and like had that planned if she had won but like some people have taken it as an indication that she knew going into the awards that she was going to win so can like you,
3: yeah can you imagine what the conversation between her and him would have been had they not won <laughs> She's it's like, like well, okay. I, I, really to, I really wanted to
2: help, but, uh, you know. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, well, nobody's going to hear this message now. That was the only way I was willing to tell it. And Sorry. so, <laughs> that's, that's and, weird.
0: And I just want to mention also that, and I, and I don't want to start conspiracy theories or, or, or anything like that, but... um there was a reporter. I can't remember her name, but she 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 works for Buzzfeed Music. Who was in the press pool for the VMAs? That was kind of sort of relaying information about what MTV was telling the press after the show, um, and of course, I guess you know part of that is who won the other awards. I mean, they have this is a, this is a seventeen award award show. It, it, I mean, it's tiny in in, in kind of relative terms, so, and seven of them were not you know, like nine of them were not nuts or something. So. She's saying, like, you know, uh, Beyonce, right after Beyonce's performance, Beyonce won Best Cinematography, Best Collaboration, Best Social, Social Message. And then she said MTV was going to announce in 10 minutes-ish the other awards. Um, and it kind of seemed like they didn't, were kind of still figuring out, like, who the winners were. <laughs> it, it really did seem to me like they, they just kind of didn't know there's just
3: um, two, there's two guys in the in the in the back sweating over a stopwatch playing <laughs> ro- playing Rochambeau right just like <laughs> Eeyo Meeny
2: something like that right yeah. uh, or like
0: trying to pull all the videos up on uh, um and show and we always talk about different mentions um Joel Kofali got a, a shout out from uh, uh Lord who won for Royals for best rock video We'll talk about that um and then Katy Perry shouted out to um
2: no no it was um it was. Ed Sharin shouted oh, out Emil yeah. Nava.
0: Yeah. Uh, but somebody shouted out a specific company. I'm just gonna. Look oh, it that the...
2: was Katy Perry. Uh, sh- sh- shouted oh. out uh,
0: some some. It was a production company. Um, uh, let me just look this up real quick. I'll cut this out. Okay. Um, what are you gonna look in the in the live blog? No, 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 and on on Twitter because I tweeted it. <laughs> <laughs> it.
3: Isn't it? I mean, isn't it? It's kind of. Um, it's just kind of sad how little uh how little it takes to like please the music video director yeah exactly (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, oh she said my name yeah just mention us in the uh click more info part on the youtube uh page (laughs) right that's all we need underneath all the lyrics if they just scroll down just so we know it's there (laughs) put me in the place that no one ever
0: reads please (laughs) put me in the bottom Motion theory. It was the motion theory. Motion theory. theory represent. Um, they, they it up. But yeah, it, it is kind of crazy how and, and you know, I I feel like the the, the the whole kind of tragedy of this is that is that on both sides. Number number one, it's so easy for M T V to fix. MTV if anybody from MTV is listening to this, <laughs> it would take her I intern four hours of work to fix this shit. Really easy. And also, it's super disrespectful to people who are nominated in technical categories. To go to, to have an award show that is ostensibly about giving out awards, and to have half of the awards not even given out, or not even really any sort of official planned release. Every single MTV Twitter account was complete bonkers batshit insane during these Yeah, it was just like,
2: I, I, oh my god, Beyonce, I'm, I'm literally it was complete crying. Non,
0: it was complete nonsense. And, you know, it just... It, does absolutely otherwise i'd you know i don't know what's going to happen to the VMAs. so anyway that's that's all and i have And they bring
2: about that. the technical nominees to the show like there we I, I saw photos on twitter and facebook of daniel's on the red carpet like they have them come to the show yeah. and then don't acknowledge complete, them complete, them
3: and complete and nonsense won. yeah
0: complete nonsense
3: it, but you know it, it doesn't it doesn't necessarily start with mtv either you know what i mean like mm. you guys are great cuz you care about this stuff and you help get the info out but like like, the my elephant video came out on Rolling Stone, and the guy who wrote the little shitty article about it, like, clearly hadn't watched the video. <laughs> really? There, there are 800 references to dentistry and teeth in it, and he's like, check out this video of elephant in an insane asylum. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, like, with no men- no mention of, of of anybody who worked on it, but on top of that, it's just like, you know, you might as well just put up a link to something else.
0: Wow, wow, wow! That,
2: and that—that that just name, kills Your name's not in that article, right? you're They didn't mention your name.
3: No, no, no. My name has almost never been in an article uh, when something's posted. One time, the first video that I ever put out, I think came out on like NME, and it was like when I first got Twitter, and I was like, "Hey, what the fuck?" And I like counted them until they like again, it was like you had to click something for more info and sit through a pop-up and and, and an ad, and then maybe it'll say my name, you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> yeah, and that's, I guess that's, that's part of the, and I mean, going back a few years now, and I'm actually writing a, a very long, long article about sort of the, the idea that we're in the past three years or since 2010, that we've kind of entered into a new golden age of, of music videos after sort of the doldrums of 2000, 2010, and it, it's a platinum year. This is a platinum years. The yeah, these are platinum years. Um, but it's just it's amazing that we have a resource as large and as comprehensive as the internet, and yet a music video can be thrust into the world as if it just sort of appeared out of thin air, as if nobody created it at all. Um, well,
3: it it reminds me of when I was when I was fifteen. I went to New York City with my friend and his dad, uh, and I remember we were. Um, we he like let us run around like uh, off leash for like an hour, <clears throat> and we immediately like found our way into a shady place that was going to make us fake IDs. <laughs> and it was, it was like essentially the McLovin thing. Like they they, they mixed up um, a bunch of information. There were like a bunch of underage kids trying to get fake IDs. They mixed up my friend's information, and his name was Max, and his address was Max. And then his and then his his name was the name of the girl that was ahead of him in line. So it was it was his name was Sheila Khan, and then his and then his address was like Max, <laughs> <laughs> and and like that's what it that's seriously like what it feels like, uh, you know, people talking about music videos on the internet. Like <clears throat> I, I have a bunch of videos on Vivo, and not a single one of them actually credits, even though they they have credits. It says, like, I think I've had, I had a video once posted on Vivo that just had some other director's name on it. (laughs) Yeah. uh, We've learned to
2: not trust Vivo's information at all. Like, triple verify that information.
3: Yeah. Um, So, you know, (laughs) it feels, yeah, it feels like, uh, like hastily being pushed through a line to get a fake ID. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's a, that's a great
2: it's a great way to describe the way music videos are credited on the internet. Yeah. Uh, uh, so quickly, let's say a total twenty six words each on some of the music videos from this
0: week. Um, well, we got to talk about uh, Bang Bang. Yeah, well, I can't we got get this we goddamn s- song out of my head. No, so. we
2: got to start a Bang Bang because it, it ties into the VMAs. This uh, Jesse J, Ariana Grande, and Nicki Minaj um, opened the VMAs. Um, this year, uh, they Nicki Minaj and Ariana Grande each a Nicki Minaj sang a portion of Anaconda, uh, Ariana Grande sang a portion of Break Free, and then they were joined by Jesse J to sing uh Bang Bang, in which Nicki Minaj had a wardrobe malfunction, which is fun, but she she handled it super cool. Uh, and then as soon as that performance ended, MTV premiered uh this music video, which is directed by Hannah Lux Davis, and um. I I kind of love this video. I think it's it's really fun and um and super cool. I wrote an article about
0: it today, but I, I think it's a, a really great fun pop video. What did you guys think of it? We should mention that so Hannah Lux Davis has been on this podcast a while, while back, maybe more than a year. Yeah, um, oh yeah, way more than a year. And it's been super, really interesting and fun to follow her career because um, she really excels at this kind of pop music video. She did a lot of fantastic work for Cher Lloyd in 2012 and, you know, hooked up with the London Alley gang and they've been able to, um, you know, she's done videos for like Paris Hilton coincidentally last year right after the VMAs, the day after she did uh, the video for um, 23 by Mike Will made it featuring Miley Cyrus. So she has kind of experience in this VMA kind of time. Um, And this is, I, I was really excited to see her directing, you know, a music video that is this High profile, And I thought she did a, a really good job. I mean, obviously, these are three established artists. Probably the least uh, known to American audiences is probably Jessie J. Um, but she does a really good job kind of introducing her. And um, I don't know. Nicki Minaj tends to fall into this trap um, where she's got her, like, really hardcore stuff. And then she's – I think she has a tough time going into the pop stuff because I feel she's a little hesitant because she's going to get a lot of blowback from it from the people who are more fans of her hardcore stuff. So I feel like she doesn't come out as great in this, in The Wash, but um, she does a great treatment job on Jesse J and Ariana. Uh,
2: I, I think I actually think Nikki fits into the video even more than she fits in the Because I agree, like her, the stuff that she does, like her own stuff is extremely explicit, like very, very explicit. And she just like, can't go there um, in, in these, in, in like, when she does super popular stuff like this. Um, Cause like she, so she has stuff that's not explicit, but like, I feel like when she, Nicki Minaj gets brought into a song with Ariana Grande and Jesse J that she's like supposed to play that like rapper, role more so and like when she does that she tends to be a, a, a much more explicit artist you're, you're right about that that's interesting but I feel like I don't know I feel like for the video at least I, I feel like they each kind of do have their own like I, I think the balance is great mm-hmm. for me I think that the balance makes a lot of sense in the video and, and I like all their all the balances Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, Adam what? Alexander who's your favorite Nicki Minaj, uh, Ariana Grande or uh, Adam Fairholm. Uh well oh Adam Fairholm for sure but Ariana
1: Grande would come in second uh, I I think just based on her vocals alone I think she's uh, she's a great singer and I like to look at her she
0: she looks so she just looks she looks very young I don't she know does. I don't, she's she's one of the more interesting <laughs> looking people because if you go on her like Spotify page she's she's for some reason whoever is handling her image seems to try be trying to push uh this certain kind of Look, I don't. Know, I can't describe it. But anyway, she it's she, she's she's styled and sort of promoted in in a way that I've never seen any female artist kind of styled and promoted as. It's very very interesting. Um, but well, we like they,
3: they don't want to completely to like um, to just being oversexed. But they, there's an interesting kind of line of acceptability of how much they're willing to be suggestive.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I, I have a it, feeling that Ariana Grande. Be, I feel like. Her, like uh, I don't know her her music is super good and I feel like they're trying to still figure out what what exactly to do with her image just obviously her first album that just came out this week um, she's pretty new on the scene. I mean she's been popular for a while she's got like a Disney TV show all that stuff but she's really like starting to emerge into like super popularity and uh, I feel like they're still trying to like determine like are we gonna go the sexy route are we gonna go like the more like cuter? route but but like m- meanwhile like the music is really working uh, at least it's that's what it, is, it appears like uh from where i'm at here in Pompano.
3: Yes. i feel like they're gonna like she's naturally very like a beautiful girl so it's kind of like they can rest on her vocal chops and then just like have her be kind of super hot and elegant yeah uh, that seems exactly to, but like at the same time at the same time if you look at any frame of this video like she's like, all right, let's say it like this. <laughs> in in a lineup between Jessie J wearing a platinum tiger dress that's cut slit all the way up to her waist and then Nicki Minaj being Nicki Minaj, you know, she seems demure, but then you take her and put her at a cocktail party, she's wearing, like, six-inch pumps and, like... Yeah, <laughs> <super> <laughs> no, you're for right. ...for their midriff showing. So, I mean, and, and credit to Hannah, she, like, builds such a cool world and and like has she's has such command over like color and style and and and
0: making that balance work and this one is covered by colored by mr marshall plant he's the man he's 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 the man for the color if you look at his videography i mean he's got some some amazing colored videos He, he
3: he colored meg myers too
0: oh that's right he did yeah he's got uh he's got some amazing color credits um so the, gonna, uh, another video we want to talk about, uh, just uh, I think yeah, it, we're going
2: to shave some off the list. But yeah, whatever.
0: we're going to sh- shave a bunch, but I think we should talk about Go by Grimes because this has been a, a video that we've talked about um, among us ourselves for, for this week. And um, Grimes Yo. is oh, sorry about that. That was me, I think. Um, Weird. Grimes is a, an artist that we have better eat some. Followed intently, obvi- intensely, obviously from Ob- *Oblivion*, directed by Emily kai Bach back in 2012, and she's got a new album. She, you know, she's she may have, and and we have a lot of conflicting views on this this music video *Go*, which came out directed by uh, Grimes and, and uh, Mac Boucher. Um, no, uh,
2: wait, is that? I don't think it's Boucher because I think it's her brother. It is, it, yeah, he got. I think he got that right. It is wait, her brother. Oh, wait, that's brother. how you, that's how you say her name oh, right? yeah yeah, yeah. hey
0: whoa, you talking to you' you're talking to uh, a, a, a good old she, Canadian boy she, the Montreal I, parents over yeah. here. yeah, but
2: She's I saw her Montreal. last name was pronounced Fairhome. home <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but anyway, but, so uh, so i I don't like this video, but you have to set
2: it up that we're, that we're that we're each week we do starting two weeks ago each week we have we're gonna have a public conversation on whether or not we uh, music video is going to be a staff pick, and Adam Alexander requested that this be that video. So we're talking the the purpose of this conversation. This mm. conversation has a purpose, and that is to determine if this Grimes featuring Blood Diamonds go music video should be an IMVDB pick. Adam Adam already uh, leaked his answer, and that is no. Adam Fairholm, no vote. And a, right? qu- and a quick reason why no, Adam, if you can. <laughs>
0: Um, to put it as succinctly as I can, I feel like Grimes has jettisoned from common sense and she's floating out into the space of just being so, uh, I just, I just feel like she just has no perspective anymore and (laughs) the perspective that she has is very self-indulgent. I do not like this video a one bit with, with either with greetings and Ham or just by itself. Now, do Adam, do you like this song? It's fine. I, I, I love The Oblivion, but the, her genre of music, I, I it's, it's tough for me to kind of get a handle on.
2: It's interesting. Adam Alexander
1: for a counter-argument. But my biggest counter-argument is that I always love an artist who uh, takes um, some interest in all aspects of their music. The visual aspects, the, the sound, um, the style component... And uh, I always really like uh, an artist who kind of has their hand in all levels of uh, of that sort of image. And um, Grimes actually directed and edited this um, video all on her own home computer, mm-hmm. and it doesn't get much more hands-on than that. And uh, I just really I really respect that level of commitment from the artist to. Uh, conceptualize create the song conceptualize the video and look after every aspect of uh, of the visual and I don't I also think that this is that far of a departure from the videos that we've seen from Grimes before this is sort of the imagery that we've uh, come accustomed to uh, to see in her videos and I think this one fits in perfectly with uh, with Oblivion and uh, and uh, Genesis and her other videos as well
2: uh, Adam, where did you get? Where do we get that credit? Her editing, the editing credit.
1: Oh, it's right from her Twitter. You can read. It. She was up all night uh, doing edits, and she made some comments about how it took her really long because her computer was a piece of
0: shit. <laughs> and uh,
3: yeah, yeah.
0: Color, good. good. Eric Hansen. There we go. Yeah, yeah, down there at the bottom. So I, I guess
1: her brother had a piece in the in some of the video as well, but uh, I'm sure still like she's very hands
2: on in the the process. But but just so I uh because because I'm foaming at the I don't know what I'm foaming at. <laughs> but i want to talk about this video really quick. I'm I'm antsy about it, and I want to break the tie here between you guys. Just go on record here. Uh, I think this video looks fantastic. Uh, it's shot by Kevin Phillips. Um, uh, like we like we mentioned, Derek Hansen. Colored it. I think it looks beautiful. Um, and and that those are the good things I'm going to say about this video. Uh, I I think that the edit, it's to me, would have been better in the hands of someone who's a music video editor. I I don't, I just don't like. I, I appreciate an artist uh being hands on in the process. Um, I just the the edit of this video just feels a little uh. Mm, it falls short of of how good the footage looks and then in terms of like what's going on with this video i i have n- i have no ability to understand how the images i'm looking at connect to one another and i think you can be like crazy with a music video and put and have a bunch of things that like look like they're not connected but like there is a way that those things are connected together and i don't i don't understand how like at how any of what I'm looking at uh, connects to the other stuff. So uh, I would do a, I would do a no vote in terms of uh, this one as a staff.
0: Jordan, how many stars out of out of out of fifteen would you give this video?
3: <laughs> I I actually don't I don't know I don't know that it's I mean clearly it's on Vivo, and it's marketing a song, um, but I don't think that she's necessarily coming at it with the intention of you know I mean, like, this is, like, a seriously abstract thing, you know? Hmm. <clears throat> like, I, I watched it, too, and it was like, I don't know what the connected tissue is of this, and to say it was conceived, like, well, then what's the concept? Um, you know, I mean, it, it's... Like, she's messing with conventions of, of video, it seems like, you know, like, insetting things inside of what looks like a screensaver background, and everything's disconnected. I mean, I, I think it's it's kind of insane and it isn't necessarily my, my taste. I I seem to obsess a little bit over um, uh, sort of narrative finality or something like that. Things being a little bit more um, maybe bookended or, or connected. But you know, I, I think she, I think the one thing maybe to keep in mind is like the fact that she's, she, she's marketing her own image her own song and she clearly doesn't give a fuck um yeah yeah you gotta have love for that too yeah I, i think that's awesome because um as much as i like i don't care that much for the video and there's a whole world of like um people raised on the internet and like japanese um anime cartoons and stuff that um and like sugar and ADD that I don't totally connect with like there's there's a hyperactivity of imagery and GIF culture on the internet that I don't I, that really creeps me out. Frankly, uh, <laughs> I like I find myself thinking a little bit more linear and classically, and 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 some of that stuff really weirds me out. But um, but a video like this would never ever 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 be made if it wasn't the artists making it themselves because you can't pitch this you can't, this can't be put in a treatment in a way that doesn't sound insane. Um, that would ever pass the video commissioner and even make it in the hands of the artist. You know what I mean? So I think, I think, I think it kind of needs to be like, you can see, like, I'm sure you guys have probably talked about it, but every video that gets made at this point kind of generally sits on the shelf in some kind of genre, you know? And, if this video doesn't have a genre by style or or anything like that other than maybe the genre of random um it needs to sit on the shelf of like genre videos made completely by the artist and and that's kind of...
2: <laughs> that's a and that's an interesting <laughs> genre um no, that's a good, and, that's a gr- good way to put it
0: definitely that's a great way to put yeah. it
2: yeah it's it's funny because so uh'cause we're kind of looking at an artist who in uh, Charlie XCX, who also had a music video this week, "Break the Rules," who kind of has <laughs> has gone in the opposite direction. A lot of her, um, a lot of the music videos that came from her last album, who that were directed by Ryan Andrews, had that Tumblr aesthetic. That like it, you know,
3: that keeps being me. I'm the one who keeps fucking that up. <laughs> okay,
2: good. <laughs> I mean, like school. I get it because school's because school's out. That's a, the that's a break the rule sound. I think it's uh,
0: alarm to wrap it up, probably. It's
2: getting, we're getting close, we're getting close. Um, uh, but yeah, it's interesting. Charlie XCX kind of went in in the opposite direction. She started with this gift gift culture, like you mentioned, this Tumblr style, this aesthetic where like there's not a lot of narrative in the video. It's all about like just like flashing flashing lights and imagery. And I think that she was a lot more successful. Her and, her and Ryan Andrews with. Uh, with doing that, um, than this Grimes video is, and uh, but that's uh, that's how you know we did a lot of interviews with Ryan um, back when they were making these videos, and he talked kind of about how they would just like make it together, like they'd be like watching a movie and be like, let's let's make this let's make this movie in a music video, and then they'd kind of like just call the label and get a little bit of a budget for it, and and obviously what what is happening with Charlie XCX is a lot. Uh, different now than kind of where she was as an artist back then. She was also, uh, she was, uh, she performed at the VMA pre-show and uh, sat next to Iggy Azalea in the audience and wore sunglasses and they kept cutting to her. So she's definitely becoming a much bigger artist. And uh, because of that, they're, they're doing different types and styles of music videos mm-hmm. for her. And that's what Break the Rules is. A lot more narrative, Mark Classfield, the uh, school pop video, and it features Robert Rex,
3: it, that's the primary genre of the video. It's a Robert Reddick's video. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You know, uh, Char- Charlie XCX was, was the, fr- the first uh, treatment I ever wrote. Like once I had shot videos that I was asked to do commissions. I think the first or second was Charlie XCX. Wow. Three years ago. It was her and Alex Metric for, a, I think they never ended up making it. It was a cool song. And I don't think they released the song either. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. Anyway.
0: Um. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's kind of funny that she's been around for so long, but she definitely has because we have we have stuff in the database all the back to 2011 for. Her. Um, yeah. So real uh, quick, since we didn't get to, because I don't think we have time to go through a whole other video.
2: Let's go around. Let's just go around real quick and everyone say their favorite videos of the week, and maybe we can bring up some of the ones that we've left out of the conversation. Let's start this week with Jordan. Jordan, do you have a favorite video of the week?
3: Um. I generally like whenever um hero puts out a video it's it, i watch it um and I think uh yeah, I think he's kind of pretty much the best director around right now um so now I'm forgetting the uh the Palaces?
2: Cake, yeah, the cake video i uh yeah. which is technically Friday, but yeah, we definitely will count that um. For sure, Sh- Shabazz Palaces, is- and yeah, well, you're not going to get much argument out of us in terms of uh, opinions on hero. But hero again, sucks. Hero's yeah, super he's the rants. worst. He's the worst. <laughs> um, but yeah, th- that's a fantastic video. Uh, do you want to just quickly t- mention what happens in it?
3: I mean, I don't know if I, it, you know, I mean, here's the thing: like, is there, is it easier to describe that video or to describe the Grimes video? And yet, <laughs> and, and yet, somehow at least on a purely aesthetic level, there's a connected tissue throughout Hero's video and it makes you feel something as a result of it. And I'm certain that there's some kind of like uh poetic narrative or emotional narrative that, that he's after in it. Um, whatever it is, it's like one of those, you know, when I see art, I know it. And that's, and that feels like that.
0: That's a video I would love to see in a movie theater. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
3: Adam
2: Alexander, or, or sorry, Fa- uh, Fairhome, did you have a thing to say? No. Okay, Adam Alexander, favorite video of the week.
1: Uh, haven't watched everything, but the one that's kind of burned itself into my mind right now is the Zola Jesus video from today, Dangerous Days, directed by Timothy. I don't know how to say his name. Yeah. So yeah, that would be mine right now. Um, not that different from many of her videos it features her uh performing the song across like huge panoramic landscapes and that sound and uh yeah so just another cool then and then the second half is kind of like a digital post effect
2: um that i can't really describe but it looks it really was, cool it was made with an uh i believe an xbox Kinect is how they made some of those effects. And if you want to hear more about that video, uh, Timothy Sassenti was uh, awesome enough to record a director commentary for us on it. So you can find that on the p- video page for that video. Uh, for the video, um, So w- listen to that. Listen to Tim talk about the video. Talk about Zola Jesus.
0: Adam Fairholm, Fave of the Week. Uh, this is a video for an artist I'd never heard about that blew me away. Uh, Let It Be by Labyrinth. Amazing video, mm, yeah. super tough to describe, um, but it motion it, motion control, motion control, motion control for days um, and takes place. It, it kind of has these uh, set scenes in a, in a um, kind of maybe a warehouse with a wooden floor, um, but that doesn't do it justice. You got to check it out. Directed by uh, a, uh, possibly a duo um, simply <laughs> named Us. Uh, we have to check out a little bit more because obviously they, they got uh, some cool shit going on. Um yeah it is it is a
2: duo um uh of Chris Barnett and Luke Taylor they're out of London England
0: which is also where um Labyrinth is out of There we go. Um yes, yeah, f- cool. un- unbelievable video. I how, that's my favorite of the week. I it's love like, that one.
3: It's like uh it's like Alphaville on uh on motion control.
0: Exactly, yeah. yeah. And I, the motion control for this must have been insane. Um because it's yeah, it's, it's, it's so it's, seamless
2: it's labyrinth all over the room right is essentially they are they're kind of in a studio setting the camera kind of circles the room from above like a crane or something and and labyrinth is just there uh, countless times but like really seamlessly and yeah he's like in different kind of um, you know like uh small setups within this open space um my favorite video of the week is Make It Last by Pearl's Negress. I think I said them right? I've never heard of Pearl's Negress, but uh, I think that that lends itself to this video. Hmm. Directed by, directed by Ian's Ponge Jules, this video I, I had me laughing from the from the onset. Essentially, it's like an open bed funeral. There's like a dead guy in the bed in the middle of a funeral. There's a, a grieving mother, and uh, and it's like a funeral full of you know full of awkward looking like people who almost seem like they're real you know found on the street weird looking people and. Uh, um, they go to put on a tape of the deceased young man and uh, three ladies from Pearl's Negress, as they put the tape in uh, are concerned because they are worried that that is the tape that they had borrowed to shoot their music video. Um, and it in fact was and their music video is like this VHS style, uh, crazy effect, uh, trippy, insane music video. Um, And they play that at a funeral. Like the whole time you're watching this video and in the back of your mind, you just are constantly thinking like, oh, they're watching this at a funeral. And, um, and favorite part of the video is right at the beginning. Uh, some guy mentioned that he borrowed something from the dude and that he, uh,
0: questioned whether or not he needed to return it. That's a good, good (laughs) moment for me. Uh, so that's it. Amazing. Yeah. That's a great week for music videos. Um, and if you want to watch every single one of these videos, oh man, it's right there in the podcast section. If you want to see, if you're wondering, hey, uh, IMVDB, there's so many music videos that come out all the time. Where can I see the just the good ones? Cut out the shit. Get the shit out for me. Show me the best. You can go to imvdb.com and you can go to best music videos um, you can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook, and we tweet out the, 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 our picks, the ones that we are, are like and we think other sh- people should see. And you can see the top new music videos. You can find it all. Um, and, uh, and, and, yeah, there's all sorts of other stuff on there, including, like we mentioned, director commentaries. And in the show notes, we'll include commentaries that Timothy Susanti did for us for Dangerous Days by Zola Jesus, as well as Fall in Love by Fantagram, and Heaven by Depeche Mode. You can also um,
3: find some commentaries by Jordan.
0: That's right. Hey, you, you have a but you have a bunch of commentaries now, Jordan, right?
3: We did we did a, a run of it, and then uh, I think we kind of ran out of time. But I I will do more in the future.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, we
3: gotta get we gotta get
2: some more. But yeah, you can
3: find those. They'll be in the show notes too.
0: And we're out of time now. But Jordan, thank you so much for for joining us on the podcast. That was awesome. Thank you guys. Um, and we'll see you guys next week. Yeah.